Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Man, God is so good. This is your first time in Faith or Need. Welcome to Faith or Need. All right. Can we give all our first time guests a hand? Let them know we love them and pray. pray oh, man. Pray for them. Thank you for being here. A uh, special place. Thankful for what God's doing. Um, man, I tell you, if you're new here, we just encourage you to get involved, become a part of what God's doing. And we're thankful for that. And we celebrate what He's doing. Amen. I, I, th- I think a lot of times. Um, I, you know, you celebrate the healings and you celebrate the salvations, but man, there's people getting set free and delivered in this church. And so again, I want to celebrate that as much as everything else. Right now in my office, there's a young lady who's getting delivered and set free from bondages and things. How many knows, man, Jesus is a healer, a deliverer, and sets people free. Amen. It's amazing. I think that freaks some people out, but read the Bible. I'm telling you, man, they, I mean, running around, cutting themselves, naked, messed up, and Jesus comes along, and they find them clothed in their right mind after he gets done with them. Amen? And so, again, I, I want to make sure we celebrate those things as well. But, man, what, oh, man, what God's doing is so cool. If you have a Bible, grab yours if you would. I want to jump in here, share some, share some word with you this morning. And, again, just so thankful for all that he's doing here at Faith Renewed. It's just uh Again, it's just, man, I'm just so, so, so thankful for his grace over this place. But turn with me to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. Amen. Philippians chapter 4. If you are a version digital Bible app user, you are more than welcome right now at this time to click on that app, more, and then events, and you'll find actually this message right there in the palm of your hands. I invite you to save that, share that if you would, and um, help get the word around. But Philippians chapter 4, I want to read uh, verses 6 and 7, and I'm reading this morning from the New Living Translation, the NLT. Uh, uh, It's a cool cool translation, but I want to read it. In verse 6, it says, don't worry about anything. Like that's easier said than done, is it not? Come on, you know it is. Don't worry about anything, and but God doesn't leave us hanging. He helps us in, in how to actually do what He just said. He said to do this. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank Him for all He has done. Then, somebody talks about you know there are a lot of if thens in the Bible, and again that's not. A, Again, us are working for anything. But again, there are things that we do to experience the things that God has. And so he said, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Will you join me in prayer? Uh, Father, we just thank you today for just what you're doing, Lord. And we do need you. We need you, Lord, to continue to save, continue to heal, continue to set free. But we also thank you for what you're doing. And we praise you for what you've already done. 
and we honor you today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 What a great day to be in God's house. If you were here last week, we celebrated the resurrection of Jesus. Come on. Amen. We celebrated the resurrection of Jesus. And if you don't know, we celebrate that weekly here. And so, again, I love it. But I do want to just take a moment. If you come around here much, you know we don't rarely, if ever, talk about numbers and that kind of stuff around here. But I just want to say, man, last week was a great day. We had the highest attended Sunday in the history of Faith Renew Church last Sunday. Amen. And so again, I celebrate what the Lord is doing. I celebrate what you're doing because you're praying. You're inviting, you're bringing, and I really, again, that's happening because of that. So again, thank you, and I don't know if, if you know this or not, but this is a time where church numbers are declining in America. They're drastically on the, on the decline, and there's doors closing all over the place. I hate seeing that happen, but I'm thankful for a group of people who see the importance of gathering, coming together, and worship. So again, thank you for what you're doing. Don't stop. Amen? Don't stop doing that. Best is yet to come. But I want to jump in this thing today. We're, we've been in a series. We paused last week to celebrate the resurrection, and I want to jump back into a series we're doing called When You Pray. And, uh, and again, your prayers are powerful. And we have been learning in this series about different prayer models, about different prayer guides, looking at prayers that have been prayed in Scripture, and really, again, zeroing around the subject of prayer. Because, again, I, I want to say this. What happened last week, I'm going to take it back to January 1 when this church started 21 days of prayer and fasting, and God started making a shift in this place. Amen? I really do. I begin, it, it happened then. So, again, thank you for that. But I just, as I share these principles and talk about you know, the messages and look at some of these passages, I, I don't want you to see these kind of things as like, these are magic formulas, all right? Don't, like, you know, A, B, C, one, two, three, then this happens or whatever. But I do want us to do this. I want us to apply God's word. And one of the things that I have seen over and over and over, that when we apply God's word, we get God's promises, and so, again, we do see things. So today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm, I want to give you, again, what God has given me, and it's going to be straight from Scripture. And I want to challenge you today to do something. I actually want to challenge you to actually commit the points today from this message to memory. Oh, yeah. Some of you are like, I got this. Some of you are like... You on your own, bro. No, no, I, 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 I'm going to do it, and I'm going to present this in a way. And I'm, I, as I was studying this thing, I, I'm actually going to give you some hand signals today. And, and it's a perfect time. VBS is coming up. You know, it, it's just a great time. And it may seem elementary to you what I'm going to do today. And even like using hand gestures or those sort of things. But I, I'm going to do that today. And it's for a reason. And even at the, the, at the chance of me looking corny up here on the stage preaching a message, I'm going to do this because I believe it's going to help somebody. You good with that? I really believe that. I, I, I really feel like God, it's almost like he let me see it. Somebody in a situation, but put God's word in, 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 in work in their life, and it changed. And so, again, as we jump in this thing today, I'm going to give you four points. And uh, some of you are like, three's hard enough, preacher. Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give you four things today, and they're all one words, all right? So just one word. So again, I'm not going to make you memorize a book. So, but the, the promise is this. The promise in God's word is for peace, amen? God's promise is for, in his word is for peace. And he said this. He says, after some things in his word, then peace is going to come. 
Now, this is how we see it in Scripture. Somebody getting free in there, man. That sounds good. I don't know about y'all. I, mean, I, don't, know, I don't know if you can hear that at home. It's some people get free in this play. I love this. But, but, but I, as I read this, when I, when I looked at the passage and I read this this week, it was, it was, it was interesting to me. Uh, the New Millennium Translation says that you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand which is beautiful. Um, some translations say that he'll give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. I, I love this. I have a great brother in Christ. He was here at 9 a.m. His name is Mike Limbaugh. And, I, and, and one day he actually was praying years ago now. I still remember it. He was praying this passage over me when I was in a season of life. And he said this. He said, God, I pray that you'll give him peace that doesn't make sense. I was like, that's the MLV version, the Mike Limbaugh version, the MLV. And I, I, and I, but I love it because, again, it's just what God wants to do. He wants to bring you peace. Now, there are some things in Scripture that he says, and I, I, again, may seem elementary, but I want you to get it, commit it, and get this thing in your heart. But there are some things I believe that we can do. Now, I want to just go through it, give it to you the way it gave it to me. And the first thing we do is this, is that we stop. All right, just stop. Collaborate and listen. All right, if it, I'm out there. All right, no, some of y'all, what's he talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told after first service, somebody's mind went to stop in the name of love. I don't know. So whatever you know, but whatever that is for you, however old you are, but 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 stop. Now this is important, and I actually want you to physically do this because I'm telling you, I want this in your heart and in your life operation. I would just so put both hands up. Right now, just, just stop. Just stop, all right? Now, now, this is what I want us to do. You put them down. Because the Bible says this. The Bible says, don't worry about anything. All right? Don't do this. It's telling you to stop. It's telling you not to do that. But how many knows that can, again, be easier said than done? Like, again, it's like you telling somebody who worries, don't do that. Like, you know... I mean, you know, you ever maybe told your children something and it's like, don't do that. And then they're like, why don't you, why can't I, because I said so. You know, I kind of like, I almost feel like this would be the case, but we're going to see in a moment where he actually gives us some things to help us. Don't worry. To stop worrying. Now, now again, it, it starts here. Now, when we get into a situation, this is huge, it's critical. When you find yourself in a situation, if you find yourself going to a place, and for the Scripture's sake today, I want to use the example of, of worry. If you find yourself going to a place of worry, like maybe you start thinking, man, is this going to work out? Am I, I'm now I'm starting to worry about, if, is this going to happen? Am I going to be able to stay free, keep going the path that, that I'm on right now? Am I going to be able to keep on this journey right now? If you find yourself going to that place, stop. Literally, just in that moment when you find yourself go down that path, stop. Now, people struggle with different things. People may struggle with complaining. Uh, if you're struggling like, with a complaining type spirit, someone, what do you want to do? You, you want to stop there, all right? Because that's going to hinder you, keep you from peace in the end. Like if you, if you find yourself, maybe for you, it, it, it's an area of doubt, like where like you're like, man, like doubt begins to roll into the mind and you find yourself going to a certain way. You want, the first thing you do is this, just stop. Like now again, I'm not even telling you don't worry. I'm just telling you to start with stop. 
Stop. Stop Stop in that moment. It may, maybe it's fear. Fear is the big root that's connected to unbelief, worry, these areas that we're talking about. And so you just stop in that moment. You can meditate on scriptures like this. In 2 Timothy 1, verse 7, we see that for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. So you start doing this. When you go to that place of doubt, worry, unbelief, fear, whatever it is, just stop in that moment, recognize that it's a spirit that's not of God. And if there's any spirit that's not of God, you don't want that in your life. And so you start calling on the spirit that God gave you. And he said, man, I give you a spirit of power. I give you love, sound mind. He gives you those things now today to come against that spirit of fear. Now, this is huge for us because, listen, I want us to remember also, not just because of where it will take us, but because of also, man, when we get into a place of worry, we're being disobedient. All right, so, like, I mean, just that alone, when we find ourselves going down that path, we want to pull back from that because he asks us, don't do this. So I, we want to we not get into that place again, but it's easier said than done sometimes. What do I do? Stop. Stop then. Like, think about it like this. Also remember this. And not only, again, is it disobedience, it'll make you sick. It's wild. You should make the connection. Go look up Harvard Medical Studies and look at what anxiety and, and worry and depression and all those things that are connected to worry and unbelief. It's why God doesn't want this in your life. He don't want you sick. Amen. He wants you free. And so, again, we see this here. But this word also, you'll see the same word for worry. It's the word anxious in some translations. Anxiety is, is the root of that. If you study that word out, that word anxious, worry, that doubt, that unbelief, it's, it's the word where we see that it is this. It is troubled with cares. Like we are troubled with Like, again, the cares of this world, which we all have those. We all have situations that we face. The cares of this world are troubling us are pushing us down. And what's he saying to do? Stop. That's not what I want for you. Peter, like our love and Peter goes into this and shows us that we're actually supposed to take that care and actually cast it on him. Like, man, is that fair? Yeah, God wants you to do this. He wants you to take the care of your life, the word that you're facing today, and he wants you to cast that on him. Is it just to show you that he's awesome and can handle it? I, I, my, my, it's not the only reason. You know what else he wants to do? He says, cast those cares on me because he cares for you. Do, you. do you understand how much God cares for you and wants you free and wants you away from those things, those bondages, the things that, again, this will cause. So we cast those things on him. We give that to him. We cast it. We stop what we're doing. We start now turning that over to him and letting him work. Now, what do I do next? Like, once I stop, what do I do now? pray. Pray. Um, it's just, again, we should name a series when you pray and just talk about it for a couple of months. That's what we should. No, we've done that. Okay. So like, this is what he wants you to do. But I believe this, the, the best way to stop worrying is to start praying. Amen. The best way to stop worrying is to start praying. Now, this is what he said. Verse six, again, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything title of this message, pray instead. And so again, I just, again, if we would start doing this now, again, he said, don't worry, pray. Now again, tell him my age again, another old song from my, my generation. Don't worry, 
be happy. You know, don't say, I've ruined some of y'all's worship experience today. I apologize. I'm so sorry, man. I'm sorry. We'll have altars open again if anybody needs freedom from, from those things as well. No, but, but again, we used to sing that song, but you can't do that. You don't sound like, don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy does not work. Don't worry, pray does. You will see again. I wish, don't worry, pray now. I mean, whatever, just, you know, I'm going to rewrite it, man. But, but we have to, again, once we stop, like, what I do? So I, I want to get, it's elementary. It's okay, it's, you know, if, if you do this. But I would just put your hands, I stop. And then, and then take those same hands and put them together. This will change some of your situation. If you, just, if you would stop and you would begin to pray. Now, we do this around here. We've, we have saw what God can do through prayer. And so we want to create environments and opportunities for to do that over and over and over for, for God's people. Now, I just wrote down, it was interesting, just as a church. Now, again, the, some of the things we do corporately. Again, not a replacement for what you do individually, but some of the things we do corporately. I, I just started writing this down. Uh, when we, we pray before service, during service, after service. So like 9, 11 on Sunday mornings, we're, we're going after God in prayer. We're spending time with him. We start our week tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. If you can make it here, you're invited. If you can't make it here, you can join us online. But at 6 a.m. on Monday mornings, we start our week with prayer. Like we take time to go after him during the middle of the week when things are getting crazy. Again, this is talking about corporate stuff. Wednesday nights, 7 p.m., we gather. Ministry's happening for every age. And one of the things that we do during those gatherings, pray. We have small groups in our church. I hope you're in a small group. And again, what's cool about our small groups, man, these are people you're making connections with, building community that you can pray with. We've watched people get healed in small groups, saved in small groups, delivered in small groups, filled with the Holy Spirit in small groups. So again, what? what's a connector? Prayer is that. Friday night. Intercessory prayer, 7 p.m., man, going after God, ending that week in prayer, praying the weekend and getting ready. We have prayer teams. Boy, y'all serious? Oh, yeah. We have prayer teams. We have a Facebook group called Prayer. And so, again, we do this. Why? Because prayer does something. Prayer brings something from the spiritual realm into the natural in our life. That's what happens. And so, again, we talk a lot. You hear this all the time, spiritual battles, spiritual battles. And they are real. I promise you they're real. But you know what's also real? Spiritual blessings. Amen. And spiritual blessings come from the Spirit into our life as we pray and go after God. And so, again, we want to do it like this. Every time I begin to worry, stop and pray. Just like if you feel yourself going to a place of worry or doubt, struggling, God's calling you to pray. That's what he's saying. He's calling you into that. And the more you worry, the less you pray. But the more you pray, the less you will you worry. I promise you that. So, again, we want to go after this. So this is what I'm telling you. I, I really, God, show me this in spirit this week. Some of you guys, you go, this is going to work when you work this thing. And, man, like if, if you would stop before the enemy ever got you down the path that he was taking you down. Because here's, here's, the, here's a promise. The, the end result from that road is still the same. Come on. I mean, don't leave me hanging. Listen, the end result for that road is still the same. Like if you go down that wrong path, it's not going to be different the next time. 
I mean, it's, and it's, it's not. It's going to be the same result as, again, as it was before. And a lot of times we find ourselves at the end of that road, and I'm thankful for the grace of God. I'm thankful, again, that God has sets people free and calls them home or whatever. But God wants to keep you from some of those places. He, he doesn't want you to go back down that path again. And it, was, it would shift and things would change if you just did this, a practical message today, if you just stopped and began to pray. And I'm talking a lot before you make the phone call. Come on, before you call them, you know you shouldn't be calling them anyway. And what you're going to do is, well, I'm going to call them, then I'm going to stop down here, down the path somewhere, about halfway down the road. I'm not going down that same thing this time, Pastor. I'm going to do better. No, no. Listen, before you go down there, before you start down that journey, don't think it's going to be different. You go back to that same website or go to that same app and look at that same chunk. It's going to be different the next time. Listen, how do I stop that? How do I get victory over that? We believe in deliverance and God sets you free, but he also gives us words to live by and walk by, to walk and live free. And he said to do it like this. Stop and just take a moment and pray and talk to him. So again, before you go there, stop. Pray. Now do this. What's next? What's, again, I just want to do what the Bible tells us to do. After we do that, we take a moment. We take those same hands. And third point is this today. We praise. I, I encourage you, man, to just spend time in praise, thanking him for all that he's done. I love, man, my grandbabies. They're special. And uh, our youngest, Eliza, less than two years of age, she has not got this in her. And I hope it stays Sometimes those things can pass away sometimes in us. But when you do something for her, she said, thank you. Ooh, Papa gets emails. And I'm like, you want more chocolate? You want what else you want, baby? Oh, man. But it does something. And I believe this. And, and I can show you scripturally that over and over and over what praise does to the Father. It's amazing. So what we want to do is this. We don't want to get zeroed in on, and here's the truth. Everybody has things they face. Everybody has things they go through. But if you made a list, you got more to be thankful for than you do to complain about. I believe that. I, I would challenge anybody, again, with something like, I've been through. i got a lot going on. I, I, I understand. But you have more to be thankful for. And God is, again, he wants us to do it. He said to do it like this in 1 Thessalonians 5. 16 and 17, he says, rejoice always, like to rejoice always. Pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It's one of the things, as I've been, I've been in this series, I hope you're making the connection as well is one of the things that I have seen over and over and over in the passages, already entombed in this one message, is the connection between our prayer life and our praise life. And you'll see that. You'll see the challenge in our opening text and in this one today that you make this connection between your prayers. And here's the truth. You, you can a lot of times probably figure out somebody's prayer life by their praise life. And vice versa. Pastor, you cast, you throw and cast a stone. No, I'm just, this is, this is a look in the mirror. And I've seen a difference in my life when I'm praying and when I'm going after him, how I worship and lift him up. It is as something that happens, there's a shift that takes place when we do that. So this is what we do. We stop, 
We take a moment and we pray and then we praise. We praise him for this. The scripture says for what he's already done. For what he's already done. That means this. I believe that's twofold. I truly believe this is twofold. I believe when he said what he has already done, I believe he wants you to in the natural look at the things that he's already done in your life. Amen. To what you've already seen him do. The times that he showed up and brought victory. And again, when you didn't deserve it, you saw him show up and you did it. But I want, I believe this also, this is a picture of faith. I believe this is a picture of faith. This is something that's happening in the spirit again realm that's going to get to the natural. And you go ahead and praise him in advance and thank him for what he's already done, for what he's already provided, and what he's already made available to you. Amen. Amen. So again, he's given us all these things. These are provided to us. He wants to do this. And I can promise you this. Look in scriptures. You will see in the Bible where example after example of what praise will do when we lift God up, it'll set an ambush for the enemy. It'll shift something in the atmosphere, and you don't have to fight. You praise the Lord and worship Him, and He shows up and moves on your behalf. So again, we're not saying this because we want to have a good church service. I'm not saying this because I want our worship experience to be No, I'm saying this because God wants us to, get, to have peace in our life. And so again, he said to do it like this. So take a moment, we stop, we take a moment, we pray, and then we praise him and thank him for what he's already done. But I don't want us to stop there. Because fourthly this morning, we want to hang around and do this. We want to take those hands that we've prayed with and praised with, and we want to take them and bring them down and receive. If you knew around here, you may think like, that's some hand-raising jokers in that church. Why don't I do all that stuff all the time? I mean, like maybe you get, some of you might be new, might be like, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to jump in on this thing and just see, see what happens. But, but this is what I want you to see. There are multiple reasons we do that. Worship leaders are sometimes like, lift your hands, I worship, give God. Go ahead. And why? Because when we do that, we're taking a moment to thank him for what he's done. To thank him for what he's done. And then don't stop there. Take those hands and then just bring them into a place where you receive today. So I just want you right there where you're, where you're sitting right now. Before we even open up another altar call, give anybody else a chance who hasn't responded. Right where you're at right now, I just want you to bow your heads, close your eyes. And it's you and God. So again, this is, again, not to embarrass or in any way, but to get this in our head, get this in our heart. So that this week, some of this, this may be months down the road when you get here. Some of you may need it today, this afternoon. But to take a moment and just say, stop. Stop where you're at right now. Take a moment and just take those hands and put them together and just pray to him. Begin to just ask him, call on him. This is what he asked us to do. And then we take those hands and worship and praise and lift those up in him and worship and thanksgiving. And then we receive so I just want you to put your hands in a receptive mode right now, if you would. Just You can play some, kind of just open them up, just place them right by your side. And just begin right now to get yourself in a position to receive today what God has for you. And this is what he has. This is what the scripture, scripture says. In John 16, 33, Jesus said this. This is in red letters. Jesus spoke the words, these things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. Man, some of you this morning, listen, you're not there. It's not, again, you're just not in that place, and God wants this for your life. 
I'm talking about an unbeliever, a new believer, been saved most of your life. God wants you at peace this morning. He wants you to have this in your life. That is a promise that he has for you. And I love what Jesus says. Man, he was, his teachings were so beautiful. He said, in, in the world, you'll have tribulation. That means where we're at right now and what we're facing, where we're at. Things will happen. Tribulations come. He said, but be of good cheer. Again, he's saying, like, give thanks. Be, be mindful of the good things. He said, I have overcome the world. And I want to invite you to do something right now, if you would. Would you stand to your feet, please? And just as, just as heads are bowed and eyes are closed, and we've already saw God do some amazing things already this morning. But I, wanted, I want us to be open this morning for anything else that he may want to do right now. And I don't want us to miss out on anything that God still may have. And this is, this is a beautiful picture of this. If you haven't seen this, is what happens when this message is being taught and these principles are being put in place. There's actually an exchange that happens. So we actually brought to Jesus worry, doubt, unbelief, whatever it may be. That's what you brought to him. That's what you had. But during that moment, you actually take those things and you exchange today. Receive the peace that God wants to bring. It's incredible. God's exchange system is so amazing. It's so beautiful. And and today, listen, he, he wants some of you to exchange worry for peace. For some of you, it may be an exchange of sickness for healing, as we've already heard testimony this morning. Some, it may bring like chains and bondage that we've already, again, saw this morning for victory and freedom and deliverance. For some this morning, it may be sin. Like for you, this is the start. This, This is the beginning of the journey for you. Like today, all you have to bring to God is just a life of sin, life of mistakes. And this is what he wants to do. He wants you to exchange that for salvation, for life today. We bring him a mess, and he just brings us hope and life and healing as a return. That's his exchange system. It's called grace. It's called grace, and we don't deserve it, but we receive it this morning. And so just as heads about eyes are closed, Robert, you're at this morning. Phil, again, still, he's just been with us this whole day in a special way. The presence of God's here. And I know there's been a lot move already. But if there's anyone else today that God is speaking to or something else he wants to do, we want that right now. And I want to I deal with today what this message was about. I want to deal with this one first because I really feel like this is a right now thing for many. If there's an area of doubt or worry or fear or struggle in any place, that's, that's maybe the area the enemy's messing with you at. Right where you're standing right now, would you just lift up your hands? To the Father. If the worry, maybe the doubt, that's an area right now today. Kind of enemies messing with you. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of hands. A lot of hands already been raised right now. I mean, you're not alone. But as your hands are raised right now, I just want you to exchange it. Just want you to exchange it today. It's not what you're called to carry, it's what you're called to cast. It's what you're called to give. And he wants you to receive today his blessing. He wants you to receive his peace. So, Lord, just today as hands are being lifted in this room, Lord, we just release peace over this place, God. Yeah, we release peace today over this house, God. 
For some right now, listen, I want to invite you lift today to lift up your hands. If right now, like, you know, this is what you have to bring. It's just a life of sin. There's a lot of failures, a lot of mistakes. But, man, I want the grace of God and salvation that that brings. I want you to join these who have hands already raised. I just want you to lift up your hands to him right now. And to say, God, I want to change this today. I want your life. I want your abundance. I want your grace, Lord. Yeah, this is the day, Lord. Thank you for it, God. Yeah, for some, it may be sickness, and you may need healing in your body today. We want to exchange that for God's promise of healing today, for the victory that that brings. So just invite you to join these others with hands raised in this room, hands raised in this place, Lord. Yeah. And I just want to pray over you right where you're standing. His hands are still raised. Our worship team gets ready to minister to some. I, I want to pray over you first because, again, I just want every person to be prayed with. But we also want to do this. We also want to pray with you one-on-one if, if today, if, if again, if you've lifted up your hand. But I want to pray with you first. And so just as hands are raised right now in this room, one more time, God, I just call on you. And, Lord, I come to you, Lord. And what we bring today is worry, is sin, is shame, is sickness, but, Lord, what you give is life, is hope, is healing, is deliverance, is victory, and is salvation today, God. So, Lord, I just release the peace of God over this place. And, Lord, I pray it's the peace that doesn't make sense, Lord. Like when we shouldn't have it, we're still walking in it, Lord. So, Lord, I just release the peace of God over this place right now, Lord. I release your peace over this place now, God. In Jesus' name. Yeah, in Jesus' name. I want us to do this this morning as we get ready to close out in service and spend these last few moments in worship to Him. If you've lifted up your hand, we just want to celebrate what God's doing in you. And we also just want to pray with you as well. So listen, if you just want to, as our worship team ministers, just begin to make your way down. If you want prayer for any reason today, I just want to, again, we want to pray with you and for you. And I promise you this, you're not going to be alone. There's a prayer team that's going to be here. There's going to be friends and family. This church is going to love you. So just, if anything today, you need to just to bring to the Lord. Give that to Him. We want to do again what God's Word says. Pray with you. Watch God move. We want to pray instead. So again, don't carry this today. Instead of that, let's pray together. Amen. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or would like to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.